Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Reagan Genschewski. And I'm Ryan Sellers, bringing you all things Hillsdale Charger Athletics. So I just want to apologize to our listeners. It's been about a month since we've uh, done an episode. I have been on the road. Um, Ryan, you'll think this stat is pretty fun. I haven't attended a full week of school yet this semester. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Student athlete. Student athlete. Uh I- a lot of that comes from um, I have an elbow injury. I've, I actually have an extra muscle in my nerve. Four percent of the population has this muscle. I happen to have it. Mm-hmm. And it's been causing quite a lot of pain. So I will say I haven't been just traveling, but I've also been um, trying to see some top notch doctors in Ann Arbor. So, yeah, this is a this is my long drawn out um pity party for you to feel bad for me because I haven't done a story or we haven't done a episode in a while. So in light of that, we did want to just have um, a little catch up. Just Ryan and I, we talk about this being all things Charger sports and we just wanted to talk literally all things Charger sports, just him and I. Uh, Let's take a, let's go back to the basketball teams. Uh, Were you at the women's game? The, the last game that they played uh, at home. I was not. I was not even here that when that was going on. I was home. Oh, my gosh. Well, you missed um, some really interesting basketball. They That was to go into the GMAC tournament to, to clinch the eighth seed. Uh, they lost. Uh, Grace Touche had a chance for uh, the last shot, last opportunity, uh, down by two. Took a three-point shot. It was tipped and thrown off course. Um, going into the basket. So it was a heartbreaker, but it was absolutely packed in that gym. Uh, it was a whiteout. And I don't think we really see things like that very often as a D2 athletes who go to a school where people really like to study. Sure. Yes. Sure. Yeah. I mean, when you're at a football game and uh, you're getting constitution chants, you know, halfway through, <laughs> halfway through the second quarter, you know, maybe it's not, maybe it's not the first thing you want to hear when you're on the field trying to make a play, but I don't think it's the last thing you want to hear. I kind of, I kind of think it's pretty funny, uh, just thinking about how confused the opposing teams are when our players are, or our our fans are literally in like rabbit costumes, throwing around like the Constitution Reader, the American Heritage Reader. Uh, I think, I think it's it's certainly weird, but it's it's weird in the best way possible. Oh, without a doubt, I um, am often in the press box for football games, which is the best place to be on campus. And I've had parents come up and complain and say, oh, they're being so mean. Your student section is being so mean to our boys. And to which one of the baseball players, James Crick, who is hilarious, said to me, they're probably just saying like, oh, we can spell better than you. Like nothing. And we can. <laughs> and we can. We're not mean. But yeah, it, it's it's a different environment at Hillsdale. So that was really cool to see at the women's game. Uh, the men's basketball team also played that weekend. Um, you weren't there. I called that game. That was my last game yep. on radio. And they won. Now that they clinched the second seed in the GMAC uh, postseason, they got knocked out by Cedarville in the semifinals after having a first-round bye. They go to their watch party. They're still ranked in regionals, and we'll get into probably talking about out of conference games mm-hmm. and why those are impo- important, and uh, they got ranked third. And guess who they have to play? Cedarville. Yeah, so that game's going to be happening back. 
Do you know when that is? No clue. Okay, I should probably look that up. I probably should have known that if we were going to talk all things Charger sports. What do you think about having to play a team now? This will be the fourth time that they'll have to play uh, Cedarville. Uh, I think you you got to love it if, if you're a basketball team. We sort of had a similar experience when we drew Truman State mm. for the bowl game because UND refused to play because they don't love the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, funny. so I think we were sort of licking our chops to get another shot at them. And I, it didn't go our way, but I think that uh, anybody on the team – if they would have had their pick of who we were playing, it would have been Truman. Just because we had a bad taste in our mouth from the first game, and we just wanted another shot at it. Right. Yeah, and that's so true. I think we played a lot of teams. I think we played Trevecca. Uh, we played Trevecca for like a fourth time in regionals. And then like eventually you're like, I'm sick of them. But also like bring it on because you knocked yeah. us out of conference. Yeah. You know, so there's like a little bit of – Back and forth. They didn't look too excited in the reaction video. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did. Uh, I think Pat was the only one that like <laughs> yeah. stood up. I he saw. Was. I saw him sort of in the corner. He stood up and just sort of looked around. But uh, yeah, rightfully so. I mean, and I think this is also coming out soon too. Pat is ranked in the top fifty of Division Two mm-hmm. athletes again, rightfully so. And the cut from fifty to twenty five is coming out. If it hasn't come out already, I think we would have known if it came out already. So that's coming up soon. And then at the beginning of the April, they'll announce who the winner of this award is, who is who is the best player in basketball. Sure, yeah. In Division Two basketball. Yeah, we had something similar like that my freshman year when, when Chance and Trey were, mm. were here. And they sort of pretty much had their way with every team we played. Chance was a finalist for the Harlan Hill, which is just essentially the D2 Heisman. Okay. So I think... Anytime you have a player like that, it's it's just really cool to just sort of sit back and watch as somebody who wasn't playing at the time because I was a freshman. You can just sort of sit back and watch during practice and just be like, oh, my gosh. Like, as long as you got a guy like that, you got a chance. Yeah. Let me um, let me tell a story about Trey Brock. I was a huge Trey Brock fan for whatever reason, um, freshman year, and he graduated in December he came back and for some reason was just kind of floating around the um, training room. And my seniors decided to surprise me because I was down at the field already. We had a game and they come down to the field and they gather me around and everyone has their phones out. And I'm like, <laughs> what's going on? And they're like, Reagan, your favorite football player was here today. And I start looking around like he's going to like jump out. I didn't know mm-hmm. exactly what was going to go on. And they threw me a softball that was signed by Trey Brock. And I guess they asked them, were like, oh, so a, a really big fan would love this. And he was like, is it Reagan Genshieski? And they were like, yeah. And he was like, fine, I'll sign it or whatever. So, yeah, I can attest to that watching him play. I mean, I had an All-American uh, my freshman year uh, on the softball team. And before I even got to Hillsdale, I was like, I'm going to train in left field. I hate left field with a burning passion, but I'm going to train there so I can learn from her. Mm-hmm. And that was just uh, remarkable to yeah. get to watch her. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was like. We would have just a random dude on the sidelines and everybody would sort of be whispering during the beginning of practice, like, oh my gosh, who's that? What's the, Who's that guy? And then it'd just be like, oh yeah, it's a scout from so-and-so, like whatever NFL team was just wow. there. 
it, it was weird. It was really weird because I knew that we were good, but I didn't know we had it like that. Yeah. So to sort of get spoiled as a freshman make, makes you appreciate the grind a lot more now mm. looking back as going into my last my last semester. So I think we were definitely spoiled as freshmen just in general. Everything. Yeah. It was cool. We had a good um, good seniors and good upperclassmen definitely to look forward to. And we kind of got off on a tangent, but the basketball team plays on Friday and there will be a bus going down to uh, North Canton if anybody wants to hop on that. Oh, Lord. Look out. <laughs> Look out. If people are going, it's going to get rowdy. It is going to get rowdy. Uh, so, yeah, the basketball teams, uh, well, we still have the men's team playing. Good luck to them. Uh, baseball and softball season has begun uh, spring training. We'll, we're taking a spring training trip on Friday Baseball team is is showing out pretty well. They're adjusting to a new coach. Uh, Lewis, I don't know if you saw this, went um, 11 for 17 with a cycle. And I don't, if anyone knows anything about baseball, those are unreal numbers. Yeah, he hit like over 600, I think, was his batting average. Yes. Yeah, insane. I was going to comment. Oh, I. The reason we really don't have a guest is because I am terrible at booking guests. And um, I shouldn't say that on air as I'm trying to get a job currently. And they're like, <laughs> can you book people? And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, we should have had him on. But yeah, 11 for 17. I almost commented on the Instagram account. It's a game of failure. You're not supposed to succeed like that. That's like... Yeah. That's that. Well, that's like what they always say. If you hit thirty percent of the balls when you're in the MLB, you're in the Hall of Fame. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, and we were just talking as a team um, about being like pinch hitters or something, and I was pretty happy. Like, oh, if you can be a pinch hitter and bat two hundred or two above two hundred as a pinch hitter when you're, you know, that's pretty good too. So it's just the fact that. 601 weekend literally blows my mind and they are doing they're traveling a lot more than they have ever seen them travel uh usually they start in spring break and they just invite teams to literally come play in hillsdale no matter how cold it is so to see them um get on a bus and go to missouri they they handed some losses to uh davenport who was nationally ranked so that's just like that's a great way to start the season. Yeah. I mean, that's like Kodak Black said. You got to be a state trooper. Make your money on the road. <laughs> Whatever that means, I think it's funny. Um, and, yeah, the softball team, we're off to a little bit of a, a bumpy start. I will address it. Um, I'll be transparent with everybody. Uh, but we were talking off the air, so we can bring that same conversation on the air. Uh we're playing tough teams. We went down to Texas. We went to Corpus Christi, Texas, which I would like to mention is the seventh most dangerous city in the country. Thank you very much. For Shout out. <laughs> Thanks for letting us take that trip. Um, do you know Selena, the Latin singer? No. Okay. You were supposed to say yes. Oh, she okay. was. Yes. We stayed on Emerald Beach and she was murdered down the street, <laughs> like murdered on Emerald Beach, like right outside our hotel. And I was like get me out of here but uh we went down to texas and we played some some really good teams some top 25 teams in the nation and uh we also played in 40 mile per hour wins and it's it that's crazy and i don't think i've ever played like that before the ball would go over my dad's head on the sideline or the like yeah i guess the sidelines and come back and drop for a base hit jeez 
It's like, how do you defend that? You don't. Right. You just sort of let whatever has happened is going to happen. And then you just do whatever you can, I guess. And then we played in uh, 24 mile per hour winds this weekend in Springfield, Illinois. That was like nothing. Um, we actually made some other team, the other team look dumb at one point because we were trying to hit it into the air. But uh, yeah, things. it's frustrating when the ball just doesn't fall your way. And I'm sure there's maybe an equivalent in football. Um, in softball, you're kind of just like banking on sometimes the softball just dropping into the perfect place. And it quite literally is going into the hands of the defenders. It's like we cannot hit it. Um, to an open gap on the field. Yeah, sometimes it's just better to be lucky than it is to be good. It, if you 100%. can just get just get some fluke thing to go your way, then that can just sort of spark something else. So I, I think, yeah, at times you're you're just sort of reaching for something really weird to happen that can maybe galvanize some sort of some sort of change. And you guys, you mentioned to me that the football team last year start or this past season started off zero and three. So maybe you can help me like work through this a little bit. It's frustrating, and you start yeah. to now people start to point fingers. What's the problem? Who's the problem? And you start to get restless as a team. And, and losing really takes a toll on a team. I mean, three and eleven is not great. Um, what were you guys thinking in the fall when you guys were like going three? Uh, we were just like everybody was just ready to make something make something happen. Really, we were we were really hungry for our first win because we knew that we were a good team. We were in. A f- a f- two of the, two of the games that we lost, we were in, um, and I think that that just sort of sort of shows like the, the mental toughness that our coaches emphasize Ooh. is is what allows us like down the stretch to just not really waver. Like Coach Otter always tells us, like not ride the roller coaster. Like you don't want to be too high or too low, and like during a game, and it goes the same throughout the work week during practice and stuff. Like everything should be done with a goal in mind. So I think like everything should just be really deliberate throughout your process and preparing for games. Uh, so that's sort of what really helped us is just having the goal and the confidence to know that we were still a good team despite our record. That's like that's what allowed us to come off and rattle rattle off the three wins that we did and beat the teams that we did. That's a really good point because the thing we keep saying to each other is we're a really good team. We're a really good team. One our pitcher just got um, one of our pitchers. We have five just got GMAC Pitcher of the Week, which is a really impressive honor, especially with um, how our team has been performing. Uh, and so, yeah, we keep saying we have all the talents there. And my coach keeps saying, oh, it's such a problem because I look at the lineup and I have so many good girls that I almost don't know what, how to create a lineup. And I'm like, that's a good problem to have, especially when you have a team that's 3-11 and 11 and you don't exactly know there are going to be good girls sitting on the bench. Yeah, I think if if you can look around and look to your left and to your right of of your teammates and just like you you know the quality of the players that are on your team and I think that it's just a matter of like I don't want to say wait it out but it's just like the chips are going to fall your way eventually. It's really just like a, a just riding the wave and getting getting through through the rough patches to know that good things are going to happen if you just keep keep going on like coach otter Pete, dr jennings i must call him peter he would kill me <laughs> dr jennings uh is our team chaplain and he sort of gives us like a, a message called we have battle chapel uh every friday before games and that's okay. just sort of a thing to where we, we just get our minds right and get our hearts right and just uh just get really locked in for the game that we have the next day uh 
And one of the things he he sort of preached to us uh, was just plow deep and straight. He showed us a clip from from Cool Hand Luke um, when they're when they're tarring this like this rough patch. And it's just like uh, as long as you can just sort of stay the course and stay consistent, like good, you're going to eventually reach the ends that you want to get to. This is I did not expect Charger Rundown to um, be inspirational today, but Here it, we are. It certainly is. That's a great message. I think also just it, it. We're in that weird area of the year where things are kind of bland and mundane, and that's a great message. Just not on the sports um, play place of play, but sure. in, in, just in general. And speaking of football. You guys, uh, I saw you guys out on the turf today. Mm -hmm. You were out on the turf yesterday. We actually had to get off the turf so you guys Kicked could practice. Off. Yes, you did. How's spring ball going? Uh, it's going, yeah. We just started, so everybody's just sort of feeling things out right now. The first two days uh, aren't really anything crazy just because we're in helmets. You can't really play football um, if you can't hit each other. But I think it's going to be interesting throughout this spring ball practice period just to sort of see – our team's identity and feel it out because we did we lost nine seniors on defense we lost mm. we lost a bunch of dudes on offense too um so i think it's going to be really interesting to see sort of who steps up and who who can play in terms of the younger guys and just just figure out how our team's going to look going into into fall camp and the season and you guys did some sort of conditioning regimen, right? <laughs> that was a little bit different or you hadn't done it in a while. Sure. Yeah. Take me through that. Uh, yeah. So morning conditioning was, I guess, a thing they did in the past with, with former teams. We had, This is my first year doing it. Uh, and I, it was their first time bringing it back in a while. Uh, but Coach Lindley had described it to me as legendary. Like the the way they used to do it, at least, was legendary. Uh, and I, I think this time around, it was certainly no joke either. Um, it was just sort of doing things together as a team and doing hard things together as a team is really, I think, the best way to grow mm. uh, as, a, as a group uh, and just sort of figure out who's fully committed and all the way in and who's sort of maybe maybe lagging behind and needs to get, get a kick in the pants to get going. Um, so I think doing stuff like that and it just it's really going to work to bring the team together uh, as we as we move forward, because we had we did lose a lot of older leaders. So it was a good right. time for everybody to sort of look around and be like, all right, who's going to lead this thing? Like, that's that's how I felt yesterday at practice, because I was like, all right, where's where's Nate Chambers? He's got, he's in front of me in the in the warm up lines. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, it's it's me. I'm literally at the front of the line now. I guess it's my turn to to get everybody going so yeah it's it's definitely a, a transition that is a crazy thing I remember thinking that um last year I stepped into a captain role and carried that on to this year and it was weird not having those seniors especially coming off of COVID and realizing like you're kind of the person that people are looking to to yeah. show you the way yeah. um speaking of conditioning I talked about this in the fall twice and our listeners have probably seen me survive it twice we are doing like a mental toughness week because um we need to get it in gear and before we go play 12 games in florida and so tomorrow we're going to play seven innings of softball and then we're going to run our like super impossible um <laughs> conditioning test called the box and i i laugh because i i know my coach wants us to kind of like complain about it almost so coach mm -hmm. kyle if you're listening i am not complaining i am just like I'm almost nervous, but I'm I'm excited at the same time because it's this 
opportunity for us to this is something we've never done before as a team play a game and then go do this conditioning test usually it's uh you wake up at 5 a.m we bang it out in 30 minutes and then it's done in your day Mm -hmm. so it's going to be an interesting challenge for sure yeah sometimes it's just the waiting is so much worse than the actual test itself uh like at least that's how i feel when we go to do like our conditioning test and we get back in the fall and stuff it's like i know that i am in shape and I'm ready to go. And this test isn't really going to be a problem for me, but it's just like, Oh, I don't know. It is the conditioning test though. So what if I, what if I get got this time around? Mm -hmm. I, in the fall, um, just with my injury and stuff, I was in just a weird physical state where I was in shape, but I also was having this arm pain. Mm -hmm. So that always like was lingering in the back of my head. And, um, so it's going to be interesting this time around. They've hopefully, um, stopped the pain in my arm. So I'm, I'm curious to see, does your stomach ever drop like right before you start? Because that happens to me all the time. Uh, No, I just start <laughs> like, I, I'll break, I break everything down into fractions when we do like conditioning and stuff. Like if we have like, say like 16 110s to run that, used, that was our old conditioning test. Oh, I, w- I would run two and be like, all right, well, we're one eighth of the way done. And I'm, then I'll just start to rationalize it. I'll be like, all right, one eighth is pretty much like almost one fourth. And if we can get the quarter way through, then we'll almost be halfway through. And if we're halfway, we're pretty much done. So all we do, all we got to do is just keep doing this. Okay, so that is exactly what I'm going to do tomorrow. Yeah. And I will report back, um, not this next Tuesday, because, of course, we have spring break. But uh, the Tuesday after, we're going to have a home opener for softball, and we'll get somebody else on the show. Um, but it's been nice catching up. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for sticking around, for being back, uh, listening to our show on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.